from ABC7 New York, this is Eyewitness News Extra Time. We have new information tonight about the celebration that turned into terror. Deadly gunfire erupting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. And tonight we have new and troubling developments in the investigation into that mass shooting as we take a closer look into how to talk to children about such tragedies. And former President Trump facing dual hearings in court today. And tonight we dive into what he learned about his looming criminal trial right here in New York. Yeah, and he has made quite a name for himself by slinging his guitar, setting up on sidewalks and singing with complete strangers. Tonight, you will meet this inspiring virtuoso who has gone viral. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Eyewitness News Extra Time. I'm Bill Ritter. We're going to begin with that deadly parade shooting in Kansas City. One person killed, 22 others wounded, and an entire nation rocked by yet another case of gun insanity. Investigators say they do not believe this was an act of terrorism. Instead, they think it was some sort of dispute with dozens of people, including children, caught in the crossfire. And some of the shooters, also kids. Eyewitness News reporter Morgan Norwood has the latest from Kansas City. Hi, Bill. Yes, Kansas City police now say the shooting appears to be the result of some sort of dispute, an argument, if you will, between two groups of people. We know the majority of the victims in this case were children, and now police say the suspects are kids, too. A celebration in Kansas City turning into chaos. An investigation now underway after gunfire erupted as the Chiefs and their fans gathered to celebrate their Super Bowl victory. More than 850 members of law enforcement were present. Police snipers scanning the ground from the rooftops. The preliminary investigative findings have shown there was no nexus to terrorism or homegrown violent extremism. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. Paul Contreras and Trey Filter seen in this video taking down a man believed to be a suspect as he attempted to run from the scene. I didn't hesitate, it was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him and another gentleman did the same thing. I heard that uh, get him, I saw a flash next to me. I remember I jumped and remember thinking, I hope this is the food they were talking about. Several first responders were within 40 feet of where the shooting took place. These members did not run for cover, but stayed on scene to treat and triage the injured. I am very grateful uh, and proud of the service of these crews that worked this terrible incident. Officials say one person was killed, 43-year-old Elizabeth Galvin, a local radio host and mother of two. To her friends and family, we are with you. And we are working tirelessly to investigate her murder. 22 others were wounded and at least half of the victims under the age of 16. Out of all of the children we have treated, we only have three left in the hospital, all of which who will recover from the injuries they had yesterday. And police say charges are pending for those taken into custody. Police also say they found several weapons here at the scene in downtown Kansas City. Morgan Norwood, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. It is just so tragic. Another gun massacre. Joining us now with more is Dr. Anne Marie Albano, the clinical director for the Center for Youth Mental Health at New York Presbyterian. Dr. Albano, thank you for joining us, and I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. Same here, and thank you. Uh, you know, you, you deal with this all the time, and, and you, you think like a lot of us do, I'm sure, and even more, more profoundly. 
what, another, another mass shooting like this? And, you know, it, did it happen also hitting home again emotionally on the sixth anniversary of the Parkland massacre? Well, and I actually thought about it the first time I spoke about a shooting was Columbine. Mm -hmm. So it's been 25 years of talking about shootings. And the major thing that we think about here is that for 25 years now, really, children have not been able to go outside of their homes comfortably without worry. And in fact, surveys show that kids in America worry about dying by gun violence. And it is the number one reason why kids do die in this country. And how could they not be worried about it? Because it's all over the place. And with all the drills that are done, and I just for the record, I too was in Columbine that morning uh, for working for 2020. And it was, it changed my life. There's just no question about it. But let's talk about moving ahead. You know, how do we give kids a, a safe space to start difficult conversations about this, validate their emotions, all those things. And if you think that they're already fearful, are we aiding in that fearfulness by talking about it? Or do we make it well, better? That's a, yeah, that's, that's the number one thing parents have to think about. First and foremost, Parents have to check their own emotions, their own reactions, because your children resonate with you. And whether you're feeling anxious, afraid, angry, they are going to be resonating with that. They're also listening. And no matter how young they are, uh, they're listening to what they hear, the way you talk about it, others talk about it, what they're exposed to in the media. So we want to be able to catch our kids at a time when they, you can approach them and say, tell me how you're feeling and what you're thinking about. And especially if you're noticing that they are afraid to go out, they're afraid to take the bus to school, they're afraid to be out at a theater or go to a party, you want to be paying attention to this and give them space to talk first and foremost, and to talk openly and not label their what you think they're feeling for them. So let them emote first. Oh, that's a really good point. So you, you have to ask them how they're feeling and dig into that. But, the, you know, when, when, as you're talking, I'm thinking, OK, you know, that some of that fear is absolutely, I mean, totally justified. And you want them to be more cautious. How do you get to a center ground where they are cautious, but they're not going to let fear overcome them? That's that's another good point for parents. So first, you want them to talk and you can reflect back. I hear what you're saying about being scared. But let's now talk about what we know we are doing, what your school is doing, what our community is doing to keep us all safe. And so you want to be frank with them about, yes, we are talking with the school and the school has ways that there's locked doors, various things. We know the people in our community. Let's talk about the drills that you do, how you feel about that. And let's think about even here around our home, around the apartment building, our, our home. Where do you go? What do you do if you're feeling unsafe? Yeah. Coming back into the house, going to the neighbors. So letting them know that there are always adults around that they look for, that they can trust, and ways that we are working to keep them and the community safe. You know, I think parents are getting a lot out of this, and I really appreciate what you're being honest about and saying and in your, in your insight. What are schools doing that they should be doing that maybe they're not doing? Well, schools have, you know, they have the the privilege and the burden, right, of taking care of our kids. And they're seeing the kids day in and day yeah. out. One of the things schools can do is communicate to parents if you see children who are showing more fear in the classroom and worry and always wanting to check, looking out the window, maybe there's someone out there wanting to call home. We definitely want to capture those kids who are expressing much more anxiety than they need to be expressing yeah. so that you can refer 
refer them and get them help. And the same thing for parents. If your kids are having nightmares, if they are afraid to go out, if they're regressing, wanting to sleep with you, let's find out what is it that's really bothering them and then get them some help. Sounds like it's just being a good parent and dealing with them, having them talk to you and being open about it. And that helps a lot. Uh, but boy, it'd be nice to have some simple answers. There's no simple answers. There's no question. No, there's not. Dr. Anne-Marie Albano from New, New York Presbyterian Hospital, thank you so much. And thank you for your insight. You've helped a lot of people, I think, I hope anyway, out there. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, as a parent, of course, we deal with all this. Lee Goldberg dealt with it. He was a father, he still is a father, but of younger kids. And you relate to all this, Lee, and I thank you for, for, uh, for talking to me about some of this stuff sometime, I really do. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a different world. They, they, you know, first, whether it's the pandemic or all the violence yep. that they have to deal with, it's, 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 a, it's a heavy lift for yep. them, there's no doubt about it. It is my son's 22nd birthday today, so I will say happy birthday to Ethan Goldberg today. So there we go, some wet roads that we can get in New York City with some rain or snow showers. No big deal tonight with this clipper, although the big winds behind it are actually pretty significant. This is our first of two shots at seeing some snowflakes across parts of the area. Right now, it's still dry in Manhattan, but there are some showers that are getting closer, but we're at 36 degrees, we're above freezing again roadways would just be wet so rain or snow showers some coatings off to the north especially higher elevations it's blustery behind this in and tomorrow morning so hold on to your hat in the morning hours it's still brisk in the afternoon but not as gusty as the morning there are wind advisories up for parts of pike sullivan ulster and dutchess counties then the next round of snow this is early saturday morning figure about two or three in the morning to maybe nine or ten in the morning could take till 11 to get out the east end of the island this one has the potential of producing one to three inches from new york city on south and west so a good chunk of central and southern New Jersey could do well in this storm while the northern suburbs get less in the next one. Now we are colder to the north so we can certainly have some slick spots but we've got a wind coming off the Atlantic near the coastline so again everything would just be wet and you can see everything's very weak and light and patchy going to the south. It's a little steadier to the north. You see some of the steadier snow showers going through Sullivan, Ulster and Dutchess right now. There's a couple of flurries right now near Newark and headed toward New York City. Again the air is very dry so it might just be a flurry or a sprinkle that comes through. It's a little steadier to the north and we're kind of in the middle of this over the next couple of hours and look it's, it's even patchy after that so this is over by 11 or midnight so very low impact system here tonight the next clipper coming out of the Rockies takes a little different track. We're on the colder side of the track. There's a little bit more moisture to the south that time. So here's the future cast tonight with snow showers blossoming over the next few hours. Then it's just scattered rain or snow showers. Couple other pulses over the Catskills. Again, little to no accumulation. Then we'll clear out and we all get windy later on tonight. Uh, there might be some slick spots tomorrow morning north and west. Otherwise, low and middle 30s feeling like teens and 20s and 40 in the afternoon will feel like basically freezing. Then the clouds start Start to thicken up. We'll get back to that in a moment. Little to no accumulation. City, Long Island down the shore, the nearby northwest suburbs, an isolated coating. Most areas don't even see that. But now higher elevations in the parts of the Catskills, Poconos, northern Orange County, northern Ulster and Dutchess. Maybe we can pick up a coating to an inch, one to three, far north and west. All right, so picking up with those gusts. 40 mile per hour gusts in the morning hours, less so in the afternoon hours, but still a very blustery day overall. So your wind chill start the day in the teens and 20s and barely get to freezing during the afternoon hours. The next future cast. Here comes the snow between midnight and 2 a.m. Pretty steady here. Look at the darker shades from parts of Nassau County and New York City, and especially over the southern half of New Jersey. It's lighter off to the north, but it's also colder, so we can still put down coatings. Between 8 and 11 in the morning on Saturday, it starts to move out. So how about the snow map for this one? New York City, south and west, 
one to three inches of snow, coating to an inch north and east, and far north, a coating or less. 34 degrees tonight, evening rain or snow showers, a few periods of snow off to the north. Again, this is gone by 11 or midnight. Watch out for a slick spot in the morning north and west. The strongest winds are in the morning tomorrow. It's howling for a while, then sun and patchy clouds. Tomorrow night down to 30, thickening clouds, snow after midnight. Here's your seven day. We'll do a low level AccuWeather alert for a few slick spots on Saturday morning. Clouds break for a little sun, brisk and chilly on Sunday, and then the warm up. It's slow at first into President's Day, but we could be near 50 by this time next week. I'll have an update at 11 o'clock. Bill? All right, Lee, thank you very much. And as we continue with Eyewitness News Extra Time, one former president in two states and two separate courtrooms. The latest on the hearings here in New York and in Georgia with one Donald J. Trump at the heart of both of them. We'll tell you how each trial could impact the race for president. And a little later, a guitarist and a singer on a mission to ask strangers to sing with him. And then the amateurs often steal the show. March 25th, that is when the criminal trial of Donald J. Trump in Manhattan will begin. This will be the first of four criminal trials that Mr. Trump faces, trials that could land him behind bars, trials that, if they're delayed, well, it could or could not affect his attempt to run for president. It's very complicated. Mr. Trump didn't speak in court today, but no shocker, he certainly spoke outside it. Here's Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Bergen. Donald Trump left Midtown defiant as ever. He mouthed the words thank you amid cheers and taunts. His motorcade rolled six miles downtown and arrived at criminal court under heavy security. Everything that I've heard and read even from legal scholars said there is absolutely no case here, it's not a crime. But the judge denied a motion to dismiss the case and set jury selection for March 25th over objections from the defense. Nobody really knows at this point when the D.C. trial will begin, said the judge. You don't have a trial date in Georgia. You don't have a trial date in Florida. President Trump. Trump was indicted last year over the $130,000 payment made to porn actress Stormy Daniels, who claimed she had an affair with Trump in 2006. Although he denied it, prosecutors say Trump ordered his personal attorney, Michael Cohen, to buy her silence in the closing weeks of the 2016 campaign. Cohen is expected to be the star witness in the case. Trump is accused of covering up the payment, listing it as a legal expense so it would not damage the campaign. A verdict could come tomorrow in the attorney general's civil fraud case, where Trump could be forced to pay up to $370 million for inflating the value of his assets. But of all the cases against Trump, the hush money case may be the weakest. It relies on Michael Cohen, a gentleman who's got some serious credibility issues. However, uh, it's in front of a New York City jury. Depending on who the jury is, he could find himself in a, uh, in a real, real mess. In either case, the stakes are high for Donald Trump. In the criminal case, falsifying business records is a felony with a maximum sentence of four years in state prison. In Lower Manhattan, NJ Burkett, Channel 7, Eyewitness News. Meanwhile, Donald Trump's lawyers are looking to disqualify Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis from Trump's election interference case. This is a very serious case. At issue, of course, is the special prosecutor Nathan Wade's romantic relationship with Willis that he had 
who brought a case against Mr. Trump. Creates a conflict of interest, some people say. Will has testified today that she began dating Wade after he was hired in 2022, contradicting an earlier witness who testified the relationship began long before Wade was hired. Trump and several of his co-defendants argue that Willis financially benefited from that relationship. Willis denies the accusations. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. Is this real or just a big sideshow? Willis will be back on the stand tomorrow. Former President Trump and some of his co-defendants are pushing to have D.A. Willis disqualified and to have the election racketeering case thrown out because of it. As we continue with Ivan's News Extra Time, the musician whose duets have become a viral sensation. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Strawberry wine. Wow, he goes by the name Guitarro. Uh, you'll meet him and find out about his mission to sing with strangers. That's next. Oh, you're going to like this next segment. New York City, a place we know, is brimming with talent, right? A good singing voice may be hiding just about anywhere. Musician Reggie Guillaume knows this all too well, and that's what inspired him to launch his Sing With Me project, inviting bystanders to join him for a song. The results often just simply blow you away, and his videos are an internet sensation. We were just kids when we fell in love, not knowing what it was, I will not give. Oh, man, this is going to be a great segment. I cannot wait to meet this guy, and you can't either. There he is right there. Reggie Guillaume. Reggie, you were awesome. Really great. Great to see you, and thank you for, for being on our show. Thank you. It's really you. It, it's, and it's really you, my brother. Tell, what made you think about this? Well, um, when I was a teen, I was homeschooled because of severe insomnia. And the, the thing I looked forward to the most was just listening to music all day and just singing all day. And that's what just made me start to feel better. So I told myself, if I ever get a chance to perform out in public, because I was learning guitar at the time, that I would not only perform myself, but I, I want everyone to experience the power that comes from singing. So um, since I started since I started performing, I asked people to sing along with me. And eventually, I did it on the street. And uh, I was like, hey, maybe I should record this or something. This is pretty amazing. It's pretty and amazing. here I am. Yeah, so so you're, we're, you, we have video of, of you with some real, people with really good voices. I assume not everyone that comes up to you and tries it, they might be shy. And I assume you try to talk them into it, but they might have not great voices, but it sort of doesn't matter, right? 
I'm I'm here for everyone. As if you see me on the street, Bill, and you want to sing a song, I will find a way to play the song that really speaks to your heart. Wow! And you can just get your song out. Yes. Now, what does that do for you? It's got to do something really great for you. Just seeing the person transform into a, just to a different sense of liveliness. That's really all I do it for. I mean. I can imagine you skipping home after singing a song. There you go. And I, I think a lot of what, what people are afraid to, to, to sing in public because they just aren't used to it, right? Breathing right, you know, and properly. Breathing a be, deep breath from there. And then once you do it, once you sing publicly, you can do it anywhere because you get over that fear, right? There you go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> is that from an actual song, or did you just come up with that? No, I just came up with it. But but it, it is true. I happen to know this, and and I, I I think that it really does transform you once you get over the fear, because you don't have to sing like Barbara Streisand to be able to sing in public. Exactly. Exactly. And that's part of the transformation, because people get to find out that they're way more capable than they thought they were. All it takes is just a choice. To just start wow. that first line, and now you here you are on the street doing it. You didn't think you would do it, but here you, here you are doing it. And how, now that you sung, how do you feel? I ask everyone that person, and they say, I ask every person that question, exactly. and they say stuff like, "I feel more confident. I feel more free. I feel happier. I didn't think I would do something like this, but here I am, and I get to do that." I've gotten, I've, I've heard that those responses from thousands of people over the past six years. And so, what does it do for you? Uh, you know, because you, you, you could sing yourself and just do it, and you'd be another guitar player out there singing. And I, I, I assume you have a, not a bad voice because you're, you are helping them out there. But what does it do for you deep inside? It, it really, it really brings me to the reason why I wanted to play. I mean, the the idea of being a rock star is the most obvious route, the almost obvious thing you could think of when you think of someone who plays guitar. But really, it 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 really brought me back to my why. Why do I want to play music? And I want to play music so I can really connect with other people and be a part of their life experience. You're amazing. And I thought of I thought of no better way to do it than this. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? You got something deep inside you that you're helping people do, and and that's really what's coming out for you. Tell me about what I'm looking at all the people that you actually sing with, and I like this guy, Ryan Woodward, uh, has autism, right? And it limits his verbal expression, but he get he doesn't feel limited when he's singing with you, right? He, he was he's, he's really an amazing story because like I was dealing with with um, with um, illness as a child he was dealing with it as well but the illness prevented him from actually being able to speak so music was part of his therapy um, and among with a, a, you know among a lot of other things he was doing music really helped him to, to actually be able to speak so I'm really proud of him and I'm you know really really glad to have um, formed some music for him and you have a great story about this because Someone named John Mayer saw him sing to you, and what did he do? So John Mayer signed an actual guitar and sent it to him. There's a video online of him being surprised by this, and uh, We're watching yeah, it right that, really, now. that really, really filled my heart. Oh my God, there it is, right? Look at that. That's just awesome. You know, How'd you find that? I, well, <laughs> because we have a, a very good producer. Andy Savas, who really thinks you're tremendous and is a good, good rep reporter. Um, real quickly, you get something out of this. Tell me the most important thing you get out of this. Really, the most important thing I get out of it is, I, I mean, I've had to overcome a lot myself. I actually had social anxiety for years. And seeing what could happen when I just help someone else push past it, yeah. push past their anxiety, it gives me the strength I need to ask the next person because it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not always fun being yep. told no over and over again. But 
Uh, but it makes it worth it when I get one Thank yes. And that one yes hopefully leads to another. Thank you for sharing with us. Appreciate you being here, my brother. Thank you, Mr. Gian. Appreciate it. I love it. I want to sing more. There you go. I will sing you up next time. Thanks for watching tonight. I would just do extra time. We'll see you on Channel 7, ABC.